This is way too honest, but I'm going to say it anyways. Welcome to the Way Too Honest podcast. I'm Tara. I'm Kristen. So how's life been since we last talked? Um, well, life apparently has been very expensive because I have no self-control. Love that for you, though. Um, and love that for me because then I get to see, like, what you bought. This gorgeous bodysuit that I'm wearing um, that I'm in love with. And if you tell me I look fat, um, bye. Don't I tell literally, me that. I literally, like, two seconds before I started this, were like, wow, your tits look real good. Thanks. Um, <laughs> I, I really was like, I literally, as soon as I swiped my card, I was like, I told Ryan, I was like, there's a very good chance that this is going right back, but I have to try it because I always hear such wonderful things about the, I think it's called like the perfect tea bodysuit. I'm a, I'm a big buy and return person. Um, I, I really, I always, I'm like, bye, 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 bye. And then I'll return it if I don't like it. Yeah. Um, I love this. Like it's, it, it's super cute. <laughs> it feels so nice. Um, and I'm going to dress. I have a farmer's tan. Fuck off. <laughs> um, I know that. Okay. Um, and I know that these chairs are super unflattering. So I, I say I say melted cookie dough, like from the neck down. I can't speak for Kristen, but I know I feel like I look like melted cookie dough, just like, <laughs> yes. and I'm just like, you yeah. know what? At least I'm seeing myself at my worst. Actually, it's probably nowhere near my worst, but we're just going to imagine it's me at my worst. And then yeah. I'm like, oh, well, it's only up from there. Like, yeah, can't get any worse. Get right? any worse. Exactly. Yeah. So um, it's been very expensive. And then naturally when you go to the mall, you can't just buy one thing. So then I had to buy another pair of the Skims boxer shorts that I'm, I'm in. So happy you're buying with. so much Skim stuff because like you're my guinea pig, and then you tell me what to buy. <laughs> oh god, I'm such a fucking slut for Skims shit. Love it. Um, and then now my newest obsession is um for box not for boxers um for biker shorts mm-hmm. is the Lululemon Align legging like shorts. Oh, well, Lululemon is just like made to make your ass and your legs look good. So yeah, but like these. So what I do for them is because like. They don't have any compression in them, so there's nothing like holding you, and it just like sucks because yeah, know, I actually see my body and like what it looks like, and I'm like, Ugh. um, it's a little jarring. But if you get them like two sizes smaller, they still fit you perfectly here, but then they kind of cut in a little uh, bit oh, at the, the thigh, yeah. But then they don't roll up at all, at all. I wear well, them I all live, day. I could live with a squat little... and sit and move whatever. All isn't, isn't, aren't com- isn't compression like good for your legs and circulation? Like, doesn't See, it prevent blood clots? You're you're doing a healthy a healthy thing by buying something yeah. that's too small for you. But like, oh my god, they don't roll up, and so even if I don't need them, and so today I instead of buying the black pair, I went crazy and I bought the navy. <laughs> Go ape shit, Kristen. Uh, Get yes. the navy. Um, I'm going mad ape shit that's like me being like i didn't buy the white okay but i bought the eggshell <laughs> of course <laughs> well and you should have seen me like i was like is this gonna look good on me like do i do i wait until it comes in black like no bitch it literally is fine but anyways other than that no i just have a shopping problem that's i all. i go through phases of shopping problems like i'll have like a month where i'm kind of going on like a shopping binge and then I'll have like three months, which is honestly a pretty decent ratio where I'm like super stingy and I'm like, I'm not budgeting per se, but I'm being more frugal. Yeah. Like I'll put it in my shop. I do that thing that they say to do where you put it in your shopping cart and then you wait until the next morning. And if you still want it, then buy it. Oh, you just have to wait till the next morning. Shit. I should buy a lot more. I know. But usually when it comes to stuff like that, it's stuff that like sells out really fast and I don't have that it's luxury. True. And so I just pull the trigger. But um, I mean, most of the stuff I've been buying lately is like investment things like the dice sport yeah 
and the microblading. I'm getting my eyebrows microbladed next week. And I'm, I'm so excited for you. Me too. I'm super excited because it's super hot and humid and disgusting here in Southern California for the summer. And being humid is a new thing as of like last year because being yeah. humid wasn't a thing we dealt with except occasionally. Yeah, I literally looked at the weather app and it said 70% humidity. I that said, is get the fuck out disgusting. of here. Disgusting. We do not live in Florida. No. But thank you, climate change, because apparently now we do. So the only, okay. Then the, it needs to get cheaper like Florida. Yeah, I agree. But the only good thing, and I will say this, is that we basically don't have brush fires during the summer anymore as long as it's humid. So, I mean, like, it's good for the horsies and the people in the houses and everything. Damn everyone, those people with houses. I know everyone, but I all, I hate it. I hate being humid. And my eyebrows, um, like, kind of, like, smear off during, <laughs> during the day. And I'm like, okay, I officially can't do this. I need to get the microblade. Plus, I just feel like, you know how they always say eyebrows are, like, sisters not twins okay yeah. i don't even think mine are related some days and like i feel like if they're microbladed they'll be in the same neighborhood that's fair but the the girl i'm going to who seems fantastic and i'm not going to say anything about it until i get it done but um there's someone i know who went to her and her eyebrows look amazing um but she also said it hurts like a bitch oh i'm sure and this person has tats and they're like it hurt way worse than well, any yeah, tattoo i've had it's just mm-hmm. and they go over it and over yeah. it and over it and over like the same spot and i'm just like really scared of the pain yeah so i'm excited for the results i'm scared of the pain and then you have to go two weeks after for like a touch-up oh, and then after that you're good for like a year at least um but yeah i'm getting that done next week and like i said i'm that, I'm dropping serious money on like dye sport and microblading things i that is like like i said investment in me yeah um and i've, I've always dropped com- some big fat money on skincare oh, i yeah. wanted to but can we talk about the fact that literally yesterday I was at, or a couple of days ago, I was at Sephora <laughs> and I, so now that I know that Tara is a registered esthetician, um, not practicing, but I, uh, <laughs> now that she's like a half Z, but no, thank you for clearing that up. I appreciate it. Um, so I was at Sephora and I'm a fucking sucker for those like gift set sort of thing. Oh, the brand you, get- you, you, the brand you sent me is aesthetics big time. Oh yeah. It was so cute. So I had sent her a picture of this, uh, this like brand and like they were these, the, the moisturizer that I had touched. I was like, oh my God, this is like so soft. We can say the brand name. I mean, it's in uh, articles. Great. It's cool. Her- it's uh, herbivore. herbivore. It's the pink cloud garbage stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but because we're outside all day, I wanted something that I could literally put on my face at night to like take care of it and make it nice and soft. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that way in the morning when I go back into the same damn thing, um, you know, I, I at least feel like my face has moisture. Um, well, Tara responded, I hate herbivores. <laughs> and then she said, they're prone to mold spores. And I'm like, done. Thank it's you true. so much. They and are. Then this bitch had the audacity to say, but you buy whatever you want. <laughs> Don't listen to me. Bull fucking shit. I literally was like, one woman's opinion. One woman's opinion. Because I don't want to, like, if someone really wants something, I don't, I mean, you should do whatever you want. I mean, obviously, it's... I guess being cleared by the FDA, I should kind of no. I don't think the FDA actually does a lot of governing over cosmetics, which is a huge problem. Um, but if it's on the shelf, you should think it's safe. But no, Herbivore is a is a is a company that does not use normal preservatives, like chemical preservatives. Mm-hmm. Um, and because of that, it goes bad really fast. They say it's good for twelve months. I will tell you in my experience. Do not sue me, Herbivore, but this is in my experience. It will go bad much faster. You can Google the company, and there will be articles and experiences about it. And so many pictures of mold 
and things, even when they first buy it. Not that that's going to happen to every product you buy, but I haven't heard anything about the pink cloud like line specifically, which is why I was like, hey, you never know. After I texted you, I Googled it. Oh, no. And it, to- <laughs> it totally got yanked from Zephora for mold spores. <laughs> I was like, I fucking knew it. I fucking knew it. Like, <laughs> I was right. Um, all, I'm, I'm just also very pro chemicals in skincare. I know that's like not um, inversion to say, but like your body is made up of chemicals. Everything on earth is made up of chemicals. Yeah. Like it can be bad chemicals. It can be good chemicals. But when it comes to your skincare, in my opinion, you want synthetic shit in it. You want preservatives in it. You don't want, there is stuff you don't want in there, but there's, I mean, but- Anyone that's like, we're super organic. We use only organic preservatives. No, no, no. Put through. No, I don't. I don't want anything I can also eat. That's fair. Unless you're making it at home to use that night. Like, I don't want anything I could probably eat too. <laughs> like, <laughs> I want, I want actual chemicals on my skin. So um, I'm glad you didn't buy it. Cause then like, obviously I looked yeah. it up and I was like, okay, cool. She didn't buy it. That's great. <laughs> yeah. No, I've, if you tell me it's not good, I'm not going to buy it. I'm, I am not attached to it that much. Absolutely fucking not. But they're various. Like they're very, like they have a very, I, I say aesthetic so much, but their aesthetic is like bomb. They did a well, really good job with that. Yeah. And like the texture of that moisturizer was so nice. If you want a good moisturizer, the, the, I know I've said this a couple of times, but the Dew Instant Angel moisturizer. It is online, but it, it's really good. It does a pill. It's super thick and it's lipid based, which is a new thing. Not necessarily a new thing, but I haven't seen that kind of advertised a lot of moisturizers. Mm-hmm. I put on, I put it on so thick. It doesn't pill. My skin is super soft in the morning. And since it's focused on barrier repair, like any kind of sun damage I've gotten during the day, like I feel like overnight it like doesn't fix it. You can't like reverse sun damage, but like it's, okay, it's a lot better. So Send I'm in the link. I, I'm, I'm a big a big shop. fan of the Dew skincare I purchased so far. Tatcha is another really good one. See, that was my other one. But then yeah. I was like, is it just the pretty packaging? No, they have like legit. They are legit stuff, but you don't want to use the water cream for what you're looking for because the water cream is too light. Oh, okay. You want like the dewy skin cream mm. or you want what the indigo cream, which is like the serum and the moisturizer. Okay. That doesn't pill either. And that's really good. Hmm. Um, but I don't, I, but the thing is I haven't actually like sat and like examined and looked at your skin. So I'm just kind of like spitballing shooting the shit here. That's understandable. Again, big disclaimer, not practicing. <laughs> Certified, but not practicing. <laughs> we should do a segment one time where like you just like, I like give you my skincare shit and you just tell me about oh it. Oh my God. I would love to do that. Yeah. Maybe we'll the, do that next week. There's one thing I was, it was on my Twitter, but I was talking about how I just kind of, I was talking about the do skincare and then I just kind of threw out there like my own opinion. And I was like, oh, by the way, the Pat McGrath, because Pat McGrath's a makeup artist, right? And she's a makeup line. Well, she ca- finally came out with a skincare product. Oh. Um, it's more cosmetic based, but it does. Oh, is that like pinky stuff, right? Yes. The oh, elixir it's beautiful. Yeah. It, lo- it looks like the fucking potion they drink and death becomes her. It is amazing. And you shake it, shake it. And it's an essence. So kind of like the, um, if I'm saying this right, SK2 the mm-hmm. that the really really popular one but it's more focused on moisturizing and hydrating and it's gonna give you that glazed donut skin look that Haley bieber is like really into right now yeah. um well when you're skinny and you can like pull your hair back like that and it can um, just be like cheekbones yep. natural highlighting you can you can be into that this product is fan fucking tastic though every night when i put it on i feel i mean it is the product like the product version of I'm booked, busy, hydrated, oh, moisturized, thriving, staying in my lane. It is that product and it's so fucking good, but I haven't really used it for cosmetic purposes, meaning like to give myself that glaze skin look. Right. Um, 
I wore it today. Okay. And I only put a t- like a little touch of powder over it. So if I look a little glossier today, that's why. Um, I'm not oily per se, but I did put on the essence. Um, but I will like sing praises about that product forever, even if the- I don't want to use it for cosmetic reasons. It preps my skin for the rest of my routine so well. It is so hydrating. And I look so healthy when I put it on. Oh, amazing. It is like health, skin health in a bottle. It is amazing. beautiful. And so, and then the girl that owns the Do Skin Care Company um, put on her stories like a week later, like oh, really? holding it and was like, P.S. If you're really looking for that glazed skin look right oh, now. This, and then she was holding it. She's like, this is the best product out there. And yeah. I was like, what did I fucking tell y'all? What did I tell y'all? The Pat McGrath shit is for real. There you it's go. good. It's expensive. It's like $88, but... Yeah, sorry. I mean, Her you're worth it. Are not you're that worth much, it. You know, not that much off. Mm. It's what, all good. Anything else new with you? My Sakara order came. My meal delivery service. Yeah, how's that going? It's good. I mean, <laughs> it's going. Yeah, it's going good. Um, your prediction was going to make me gassy is totally true. I knew um, it. <laughs> like painfully so. Um, but I also to be in full disclosure, I eat shit. I mean, I have like the worst diet. I mean, I eat crap. I eat junk. I eat whatever is around. I you have food literally anxiety. Are saying that to me as I had pasta for breakfast. For I breakfast, had I love that. cheese enchiladas. If it was carbonara, you can put an egg in it, and it makes sense. And after this, I'm going to Korean barbecue. So I don't want to hear about love your it. shit diet. But it's like when you go from that yeah. to all plant based, all healthy ingredients, yeah. no sugar, no gluten, whatever. Uh, yeah, your uh, prediction was completely true. Um, but I, f- besides that though, I feel good. Okay. I feel full, which is the big thing. I didn't want to be hungry on it, and I yeah. don't. I feel I feel full on it, and it just you open that box and you're just like, shit. I'm this. I'm this person. I am. I am this beautiful box of like healthy, <laughs> like celebrity kind of like pre-made food. Yeah. I'm, bougie as shit oh yeah it just makes me feel good oh, I, I love, love it i cleaned you. out my fridge to make room for it and every time i open my fridge i'm just like oh there you are there you are baby there yeah. you are saying 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 exactly what i want you to say about me tuesday. <laughs> i was gonna eat you <laughs> saying tuesday saying tuesday eat tuesday <laughs> wednesday. Um, wednesday but um no it's going really good i'm trying i've been posting about it a lot because i've actually had a couple messages from people asking me how i like it because they're thinking of meal delivery service mm-hmm. um so that's why but if you didn't send me a message about that you're probably thinking oh my god this bitch she has nothing else going on in her life but this fucking mail delivery service <laughs> which to be fair is true but it's also because i've gotten messages asking me about it and to keep them updated so yeah. also if it makes me feel like i am you know living the sakara life and like white my whole life is like a bright white background with a like gorgeous black lettering <laughs> and it's just i'm just you know danish interior style yeah. in my home whatever um i want to show it off there you go. I want to put that vibe out there. Um, but it's going good. good. Um, I let them bill me for the second week. There you go. Saw that come out of my bank account. Ooh. So I'm committed for at least one more week. And the good thing is now I know when they bill for the second week. So I know when I have to cancel. Yeah. Which I should have known up front. But like I just didn't care enough. I was just like, whatever. I'll find out when I find out. Yeah. But yeah, that's what's been going on with me. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. And I've been sleeping more, which is good. The insomnia. I mean, hey. Yeah. My insomnia. Tara uh, has slept, guys. I, I slept. So I'm not sleep deprived today. Um, but I'm very happy that that like little period of time where I was just like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. I need to sleep. I need to sleep. Yeah. Uh, it's gone. And I, I have Beautiful. been sleeping. So woohoo. I love that for mm-hmm. you. So you told me something. I did. Right before the pod started. And I got very excited. <laughs> for full disclosure, which I'm having to do a couple times now this pod uh, episode. But um, I'm, a, I'm a fucking nerd and a half. I love Star yeah. Wars. Yeah. Love Star Wars. Um, 
And Kristen, up until this moment, I thought, could could have, like, fucking cared less. Um, is that accurate? Could you care less? Well, um, I still could not care less. Okay. <laughs> There's a shock. Um, so, yes, I, at a whole 26 years old, um, just started watching Star Wars. Um, every time I've tried to watch it up until now, I have fallen asleep. I remember going to see Revenge of the Sith in the theaters passing the fuck out just let you know i waited 12 hours outside of theater to see revenge of the sith when that came out i napped through it (laughs) (laughs) you napped through i waited 12 hours for that fucking movie yeah in line so i have so many thoughts so to be fair i have i i am now committed to finishing my star wars journey because i've now I'm now three episodes in. I will finish. I cannot say that I will. Where did you start? Because, I mean, there's different episode places. Episode one, two, and three. Okay. So you starting with the prequels. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Um, I don't, I cannot promise that I will watch the, like, spinoff, like, Mandalorian and, like, Obi-Wan. Although I have heard Obi-Wan is fantastic. Uh, Mandalorian my best is friend. fucking fantastic, too. Oh, my God. Um, See, I we watched the first couple episodes, and I was like, meh. It moves kind of. You got to the end of the first episode of The Mandalorian and thought, "Meh." Yeah. Sure Are did. you for real? How that the ending of episode one, The Mandalorian? Like, I, I felt another part of my brain open up, no, no, and, and my meh. heart opened up too. Like a little compartment in my heart expanded, and I didn't know I had more love to give. Yeah, no, and then that little character popped up, and I was just like, "Oh no, I do have more love to give. It's for you, yeah. <laughs> like this adorable little thing." So here's where I'm at. Okay. All right. Wait, 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 before you say all this, okay. can I make a prediction of what your thoughts on, on the prequels will be? Yes. You've watched the first three, right? Yes, but I need you to guess okay. who my top two characters are. Start off with that. Okay, I'm going to guess Padme. That's a very interesting guess. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'd say Padme, if for nothing else than her bomb fucking outfits, and the fact this bitch loves to change outfits just to have a different conversation yes. with someone. Yeah. Like, she'll bring 10 outfits to do one one task. Yeah, I when she it. was sleeping next to Anakin, and she had that blue dress on with, like, the pearls. Oh, can we talk about that outfit? Because was there's like, no way anyone... Could, as a woman, as a woman, could you sleep on a string of no, pearls? No! That would be so painful! George Lucas, you but, need to talk to women when you make these costumes. But you know what? That is just the first thing in the long, 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 long long list of unrealistic fucking garbage in that thing anyway sorry continue <laughs> sorry sorry star wars wasn't realistic for you <laughs> i know what you mean though because i have yeah. gripes about superman movies and it's like the guy's fucking flying but i have an issue with like the way his spandex is like put it on his suit yeah, no yeah. i'm with you i'm with I you just, okay so i think padme probably just okay. for the outfits alone i think padme i mean i'm like i said i'm a nerd so i will go deep into like the fact that she's a strong female character and mm-hmm. like all of this stuff but no her outfits are fucking bomb um and i think your other character you like i feel like i don't know i'm just gonna say who i think is cool who is obi-wan but interesting okay who, who are your favorite characters if you say Jar Jar, I'm going to throw you out the fucking window, though. <laughs> okay. Number one. Misa, throw you out the fucking window. <laughs> no. Number one, R2-D2. Okay, fair enough. My favorite. Number two, Yoda. Oh, these are both. These are both. Honorable mention, Jar Jar Binks. Fuck you. You have no idea him. how controversial the I character of Jar Jar Binks was when that movie came out. Oh, my him. God. That's he's why he's so in it for stupid. like two fucking seconds he's in Attack so of the Clones. Cute. He's so dumb. He's very dumb. 
He's very yeah. dumb. But yeah, Yoda's great. I love him. How did you like um, when it went from episode one to two? Was it really jarring for you to watch the puppet Yoda then go to the CGI Yoda? To be honest, I didn't even fucking notice. Oh, well, they got what they wanted then. Beautiful. Because I fucking noticed. <laughs> but remember, we talked about this. I don't watch movies to fucking figure shit out. True. I watch it to enjoy it. True. Which is, again, a big fucking issue I have with Star Wars. Okay. Because I was telling Ryan what was going to happen just because of what was going on. And I don't like that. It should not be that obvious to me. Yeah. I am not Especially watching. Especially for someone who doesn't have a lot of the Star Wars like mythos in yeah. their head. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. What, gonna... what, what did you think about like the the space Jesus thing with Anakin? How he was like born of the force, which apparently they've like tried to like retcon and explain now. Um, it, it, I, I'm not going to get into it, but they've explained it. But in episode one, they don't. So, okay. So let me start from the beginning. Okay. Episode one, mm. big fat fucking nothing burger. Yeah. It was much. fucking useless. Yeah, it was. I'm it's sorry. all it's all politics and like trade routes and blockades. Yeah. And, and I'm like, cool. This is great. I don't give a shit. Yeah, it's political shit that is then broken up with a really cool pod racing sequence that's like 30 minutes long and then a killer fight sequence at the end. Yeah. That's it. With a banging soundtrack behind it. Yes, but here's the thing. Right before, like, sorry, spoiler alert, Qui-Gon dies. You do not have to put a spoiler alert on Star Wars um, stuff. Uh, but if you haven't seen it, it's your own damn fault. It's yeah, my damn exactly. fault. Whatever. Liam but they Mason fucking, fucking dies in it. They changed the fucking music. I literally looked around and I was like, he's going to die. They change the music. There's no way he's walking out of this. No. And I'm sorry. The fucking, these red shieldy things are just supposed to stop you. Bull fucking shit. Get, get, strap in because Star Wars is full of set stuff. I'm like, all right, that's fucking bullshit. Whatever. So number one. You're thinking about Obi-Wan pacing, waiting for it to open up. Like pacing behind the red laser wall. Are you fucking kidding? Okay. (laughs) Anyways. Number one, big fat fucking nothing burger. Number two, also big fat fucking nothing burger. Okay. Can I tell you though? That movie. Okay, episode one came out when I was 13. Okay. So I, that was like, pr- I was primed for it. Like, perfect age. I still thought it was boring as shit. Um, but, like, I know that movie means a lot to people, and people have, like, looked back. Like, the Star, Wars, uh, the Star Wars academics have gone back and realized or done work on, like, what episode one means and how it's better than it really is. I personally think it's still boring, but it is what it is. Episode two. I was 16 when that came out. Mm-hmm. Do you know how hyped I was? To see Hayden Christensen and Natalie Port- and all of those like beautiful Hayden is the guy who plays Anakin, Anakin as okay. an adult, uh, adult nineteen, but he's supposed to be nineteen in the movie, and um, and all her beautiful dresses and that yeah. gorgeous Lake Como background, which yeah. by the way, she looked beautiful. Where they filmed that in Lake Como, you can go visit, like you yeah, can I tour heard. it. Ryan told me that. And yeah, I, I like, went oh, to Lake Como. Gosh. I went to, uh, literally. Half of the reason was because of my love for this fucking movie. And I was like, I'm going to that goddamn house. They filmed that there. They filmed James Bond there. And we get there and we're there on Monday. We're in Lake Como Monday through Wednesday. And it's closed oh. Monday through Wednesday every week. And I wanted to die. Yep. And uh, I was very pissed. I got over it because there's, I mean, you're still in Lake fucking Como and it's beautiful. But um, I did see it from afar. And it's, oh, it's just so gorgeous. It's so beautiful. But that, I was, oh my God. I, I think Attack of the Clones might be the movie I've watched more than any other movie that exists. That's the third one, right? That's nope, the second, second. one. Okay. So that's the one where they like get together. And her wedding dress at the end. Oh my God. Yeah, but like, okay. With the two droids watching. So I was on the phone with my friend last night. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a Star Wars girly. Mm-hmm. 
I fucking cannot stand Anakin. Oh, I don't. I don't I so can't number one, uh, when I started watching, <laughs> he's a brat. This, this shows. See, my thing isn't even the fact that he's a brat. So when we first started watching it, episode one, I thought Qui Gon was Obi Wan, and Obi Wan was Anakin. Fair so enough. right from the jump, I was already confused at what was going on. Fair enough, because you're like, why am I watching Darth Vader as a child? Yeah. But yeah. then you meet Anakin. Yeah. Are you an Anakin angel? Are you an angel? Padme, <laughs> and dialogue. you get this sick fucking nasty sexual tension between the two. That's fucking disgusting. Yeah, that wasn't well plotted. Then. I'm okay with the age difference. I'm just not okay with the age difference. When with he's him, a baby. When he's like 10 years old and he's flirting with her. And yeah. It's, yeah. That's it's weird. Even, even if she's not giving vibes back, you know what they're building to. And it's weird. It's weird watching the blossoms of it. If that's what yeah. weird, it's gross. Really yeah. wasn't into that. And then the whole second movie, it's just horn dog energy from Anakin. And that's why that's really? why I love it. <laughs> no, it's pathetic. I would have rather seen it from Neil McGregor, but it is literally whatever. horn dog energy with like No, he is creepy with her. He's it's a, disgusting. He's, he's like oppressively like will not take no for an answer. Yeah. Yeah, no, I have what as an adult now. When I was a teenager, I was just like, "Oh my god, I love how he's pursuing her blah 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 blah." Yeah. And as an adult, I'm just like, "Dude, no means fucking no." Yeah. Like Fuck I mean, off. we wouldn't have Luke and Leia, but it's 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 not well plotted in that aspect. This wasn't a well plotted romance. So you want to talk about why I don't like Padme? You don't like Padme? I did in episode one and two because she fell for this shit. But okay, but I hate her in episode three too. I don't hate her. I should. I don't like what they did with her character. Like she's fucking brushing curly hair, which every woman knows. You do not brush curly hair. Correct. You comb it. So she's sitting in there brushing out her curly hair and literally twirling her fucking hair around her finger yeah. going like i love you no i love you oh so you're blinded by love oh no it's just like oh my god yeah. you were a fucking politician you were like going to war for your planet and now you're twirling your goddamn hair with a brush no less talking to anakin about if you're blinded by love or like oh my fucking jesus see my thing is episode three she's pregnant yeah right? She's she got some good hairstyles in episode three. But then though. she dies. Oh, oh, this? Okay. But here's the thing. All this right. Was, this was so unfair to do to Padme. Here's, here's where I have some issues. Bullshit death in the world. All right. So when she tells Anakin, mm -hmm. we're going to have a baby, she says baby. Yes, yeah, she does. She does not say baby. It's very 90210, that whole scene. And I'm like, it just felt out of place. But then, you know, like they. Uh, like, I guess they don't have ultrasounds. I don't but know. But then you know. <laughs> So, you know, she's going to die during childbirth, right? I so mean, this whole time. It's a, it's a good guess. Yeah, at that point. Yeah. So this whole time, she has no fucking idea that she has twins. Yeah. And then all of a sudden she's dying because fucking dickhead decided to. Go to the dark side. Go to the dark side. And still does not know that she has twins, is laying there dying on the bed. Luke. <laughs> Leia. <laughs> like one contribution as a mother. <laughs> And you wouldn't be like, oh my God, there's two. Oh my God, I have a will to live now. No, she was, it, she, they gave Padme a very self-involved death, which by the way, did not line up with the character they no, built for her. That fucking woman was out there fighting for her people, doing all of this shit. Yeah. And I'm like, what? And once she got pregnant, you would think she would be like that with her baby, but they turned her into like 
almost like a, a teen mom thing where she was just like, oh, let's put the nursery here and I'm going to twirl yeah. my hair. And it was like these fantasies. And I'm just like, Padme wouldn't be doing that. She'd be far more focused. And she does mention it, but she'd be far more focused on how she was going to remain in the Senate. Yeah. What was going to happen? Like the, the logistics of hiding the pregnancy more than like what they're going to paint the fucking nursery or like what direction it's going to face the lake or whatever they talked about. Yeah. Like that's so fucking dumb. Like, I don't know. Can I just tell you, though, that one of my favorite, as stupid as that destiny is, because she, like, lost the will to live. Go fuck yourself. You could not have written a better death scene for her. Like, you should have had Anakin kill her. You, he should have just killed her. You choked her. Yeah. But should he should, just, it, that should have been it. Choked her. And it would just build so much more for Anakin's story, too, I feel yeah. like. Um, but <laughs> the birthing droid is, like, one of my favorite scenes ever because it's so silly. <laughs> Uba. Uba. <laughs> well, and then, like, the whole thing around her legs, like... The, That's pl- the plastic so curtain. Unrealistic. Oh, I know. When I, and I mean, oh, I haven't da. had kids. Oh, no. <laughs> I haven't had kids, but like they fucking hoist your legs up from what I've seen. They don't just hoist your legs up. They make you sit on a birthday ball. You'll squat. It's like well, whatever. No, but gonna... I'm saying like when you have it and you're yeah. pushing, your legs are like hiked up to your shoulders. Also, there was not enough width because, you know, I feel like as women, we pay That's attention to this stuff. There was not enough width for her to give birth under that curtain. Yeah. yeah her legs should have been like fucking splayed Yeah, open. they were just like this. Like, do people understand that giving birth like literally breaks you in half? And I don't expect Star Wars to get into how like women rip or anything, yeah. but that's, 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 that's unrealistic. Is. It is unrealistic, but I love, I fucking love the droid. It's so funny. Whenever I even think of the Uba, it makes me laugh. I actually had Uba Uba as my Twitter bio for a while. <laughs> um, and if anyone saw it and got the reference, I love you for that. Um, but I do love that. And the whole Luke Leia thing was, I mean, like I said, her one contribution, but, um, they really, they really did Padme dirty, yeah. big time. But it's she did get a tacky. beautiful funeral. I mean, yes, but where the fuck? No, no. Nope. Also, Lost Anakin got over there. it uh, pretty fucking fast. His whole, I saw. Okay, so I saw it this is, his Frankenstein moment, his very like unsubtle Frankenstein moment. I did see on Twitter, which made me laugh so hard. It was that scene where he like, right when he asks Palpatine, "Where is Padme? Is she safe?" Is she You all act right? like she would ever fucking talk to you again. You I fucking know. choked her. Also, dude, you have like no limbs. I feel like I don't know what you... The relationship is done. Not that that's fair, but like he, you, no, you, mur- you, you murdered children and you also fell into lava. Like I think... Yeah. When you put those two things together. Um, but I forget who it was that died. Um, but I remember something happened when Trump was still president. Someone... They mentioned to him someone had died and it was a woman. And his reaction was just so like, oh, no way. Oh, oh, I uh, remember this. Yeah, and she, he was like, I had no idea. Oh, well, she she lived a good life, but that's sad. I'm just learning about this now. Oh, that's sad for her. She was great, but that's really sad or whatever. And they took that dialogue and they put it over the picture <laughs> of Anakin <laughs> learning about Padme. And I was like, that's so accurate to what really happened, though. Like, oh, man, she was a great lady. Yeah, she was fantastic. That's too bad. <laughs> yeah, I just, okay. And here's my thing with the unrealisticness. Mm-hmm of star wars mm. so i i can buy into everything the weird alien looking people the flying cars are you gonna mention explosions in space no okay the fight scenes there are so many goddamn times when it was anakin and obi-wan fighting somebody else mm-hmm. you could have fucking taken that man out you yeah. literally had his back what the fuck are you doing fucking kill him yeah and then but then when- you don't get to show off all the cool new choreography 
but that's fucking dumb. Don't create a situation in which I can obviously see there's an easy out for you. That's yeah. stupid. And then in episode three, when they're at the lava, like they miraculously. Mustafa. The planet is Mustafa. They miraculously jump yards to land on this. No, 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 no. That makes sense. That makes sense. And I will explain it to you because you don't have backstory here. The Jedi can use a force in multitudes of ways. They only show some of them sometimes in Star Wars. Like there is, they can, obviously they can, if you have a, if you're weak minded, they can kind of make you do what you want. They mm -hmm. want you to do. Um, they can make things float. Yeah. They can calm. They can use force calm and they can like jump very far because they're lifting themselves. Which is fine. I understand that. Okay. But you cannot tell me that you would jump so far and not have any sort of reaction when you land. I mean, he does. I mean, a thing kind of goes. I mean, no. When you fucking jump anywhere, you fucking hit that ground hard. But he but here's the thing. He was levitating himself a bit. So he was landing not as hard as he would have otherwise. In I don't believe it. I'm sorry. There, no, I don't believe I it. I literally and just then, gave you an answer. <laughs> no, I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Um, and then what like, I don't buy is the whole it's over. I have the high ground, which has always been a joke, whatever. Like the whole thing comes down to him having the high ground. Yeah. It's like a little bit of a cop out, but. But then, you know, when they, um, I forget what movie this was in. Cause I watched like all of them, like props to you like, though, for Monday, like, especially Tuesday, the prequels, Wednesday. like watching them all. Like, thank well, you. Cause now that I'm as in a Star it, Wars fan, thank you for doing that. Now that I'm in it, you know, I have to stay up on it. They're in this elevator fight scene, whatever. He jumps through this little hole in the elevator. Oh, everything that happens on uh, Gr General Grievous' ship is kind of like, even for Star Wars, is a little much. But, like, d there is no even reaction of, like, you, like, pulling your... No. No. Bullshit. You will love, by the way, you will love, then, um, the sequel trilogy that has Adam Driver and and the Disney Plus series, because you're great. Is he the one who plays Kylo Ren? He is. Okay. Um, and you will love the Disney Plus series because they kind of change the fighting style a bit. I feel like every every trilogy for Star Wars has a different sort of fighting style. Um, the one from the prequels that you watched was very intensive, very fancy choreography. Like it was a very choreographed fight, like yeah. lots of fancy moves. Um, the, the original trilogy was much slower and, it's, and it makes sense uh, because because of where the characters are in episode four and five and six. But when you get to the sequel trilogy, it's like a mixture of the formal choreography. And you, but the thing is they've directed it in a way where you can see the physical toll it takes to have these lightsaber fights. Good. You will love that. Especially Adam driver huffing and puffing and sweating. And it's just like, <laughs> Oh my God, the whole, like just step on me. Like I know like that's, that's a joke, but like that stems from something real. Right. Cause when I watch Adam driver have a lightsaber battle, I'm just like, Oh my God, just fucking kick me in the face. <laughs> Like, I don't know what it is. It's like this feral needed for Adam Driver to fucking throw you across the room or yeah. something. But, and that's why I love that skit by John Oliver. But they, I mean, it's not just him. It's like anyone that battles with lightsaber or anything else, you like, and like I said, they're sweating, they're, they're grunting. They're, yeah. I love it. I love it. It's like the, the sequel trilogy and the Disney plus series get it right. In my opinion, Good. exactly like the Goldilocks lightsaber style fighting. Yeah. That's it. Well, because it's like, okay. So I'm into the whole fancy choreography. Mm -hmm. I'm into it. You have a fucking lightsaber that is a weapon that is completely out of this world. Fucking go ham. Mm -hmm. Pop the fuck off. Do what mm -hmm. you want. But like, you're not going to tell me we're fighting in this room. And then 
<laughs> Gigabyte's like, I don't like Star Wars. I don't like this guy. He's actually been watching them. Has he? Yeah, he likes to watch them. You can't see him, but he's like over um, here. So in episode three, they're fighting in this one room. And then they magically open a door. And then they go onto the balcony. Mm-hmm. And then they flip a gazillion times yeah. and land on this one pipe that mm-hmm. is circular. And they're just doing these dances and they're flipping and they're, you know, whatever. Yeah. And then they jump onto the little. They just do a bunch of impossible things after impossible thing after impossible thing. Like, I mean, I can, I could subscribe to everything else. I would just tell. not I literally that. would tell you, like, Kristen, it's Star Wars, get over it. Except, clearly, the people behind Star Wars at Lucasfilm agree. Because they've made specific changes, I feel like, to the sequel trilogy and the resulting Disney Plus series that make it so it's not that ridiculously easy for them to do these supernatural stunts and stuff. Because I just feel like it takes you out of it. It does. Right? If like I, if I'm somebody who's not into it. And I yet. like my Star Wars gritty personally. I like to see the sweat all along the hairline of Ray, where yeah. she's got that wet hairline look and like her hair sticking to her face and she's dirty because she's literally been in a lightsaber battle fighting for her life for the past ten minutes and like girls huffing and puffing. Yeah. Because I would be. Well, I yeah. would I would be dead within like two seconds. But I would jump and I'd be out of breath. You know, mm-hmm. but then on the other hand, with Anakin, I understand because <laughs> i made this joke about how i hate katara from avatar mm-hmm. and i also hate anakin um and so ryan was like who do you hate more katara or anakin mm-hmm. and i said katara because she's stupid mm-hmm. um but with anakin my biggest fear in life is people that i love dying because i don't have any control me, over that no me too me too so that's my biggest fear. unfortunately you relate to why he went kind of I do. And in the event I had that option, I would probably fucking take it. I don't like him. But if I had the option to be able to stop every single person that I love from dying. Let's pivot for a second because I actually want to talk about this because I this is my biggest fear as well is losing someone that I love. And I'm going to preface this by saying that I've been very lucky in life um, that I have not when you when you get older you know you lose grandparents and obviously it's awful but yeah. like there's a, a way of life where you you know you're going to lose people as you get older um the grandparent that i was closest to um my grandma who basically mm-hmm. helped raise me as a kid because my mom would like drop us off at her house she's having her 95th birthday next week oh that's so, so she's still here and i haven't lost you know relatives that i feel like i i I haven't lost any relatives that I wasn't meant to lose yet. Yeah. And I also haven't really lost animals um, except for my cat that passed away during the pandemic. And I'm still not over it. Yeah. I'm very, actually very great. She was, to me, she was too young. She was 14. Yeah. Um, She passed away from pancreatitis. Um, And she was my baby. She was my little girl. I'm not going to cry. I promise. Um, I've gotten this all Oh, up. I'll probably cry on this topic. Oh God. Okay. But <laughs> um, I honestly like, had a mental breakdown about it. Like I yeah. was, I've never felt grief like that. Mm-hmm. never felt grief like that and um i mean there's a whole other thing with pets too because you're the one that has to be there when it happens and that yep. is so traumatizing and i know you guys don't listen to the podcast for like that kind of stuff so i'm not going to get into it but um just that little taste of losing someone i love i was like yeah how am i gonna do this when it's my mom yeah not that there's to me that not that losing zoe who's my cat was a huge downgrade from losing my mom but like 
I am never going to get over losing her. Yeah. And so, and my mom is my mom. Yeah. So what the fuck am I going to do? Oh yeah. I, I've, I've literally always said like, I need to have like a padded room, like on reserve. Oh, for sure. Because I don't, I, I, I will, I will not know there. I think I saw this in a movie too, where he's, the guy was talking about losing his wife or something. And he was just like, you understand, like, I'm not going to be able to, I won't feel real. I won't yeah. even know what a tree is. Yeah. I will really disassociate that much. I'm like, that's going to be me. Yeah. I'm going to have to disassociate and like not know where I am. Mm -hmm. And that's scary. Yeah. And that's one of my biggest fears too. When I was younger, um, my mom's mom was my everything. Mm -hmm. So my grandma, um, and she was in hospice and I like, I don't know what possessed me. I turned to my mom. I was like, mom, she's going to die today. Mm -hmm. We have to go. And all my fucking relatives made me say goodbye to her last because they knew that once I did, she was going to go because like I was like the she love was of waiting. her life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and that was like the first time where I just felt immense pain. Yeah. I already know when this motherfucker goes. Oh, yeah. I will. I'm not even kidding you. I will go broke trying to keep this guy alive. Yeah. I, there's in no way, shape or form am I ever going to be able to put him down because I love him so much. No, I did, that's just not a call that I can make. Have you ever had, had to make that call with an animal? Uh huh. Unfortunately, and it was the worst thing. But at the time, yeah. I was still a kid and I was living at home. Yeah. You know, and I was with my parents and it was different. He is mine. Yeah. You know. Um, but we've talked about this. Um, I lost the most important person in my life. Yeah. Obviously, besides like my parents. My parents, thankfully, are still here and Ryan's still here. But um. She was somebody I was not supposed to lose. Yeah. Uh, her name was Alexa. Ew. Um, and she was 13. Yeah. You know, and she was just the world's most amazing human. Like. It's one of those things that makes you question, like, the universe. Because, like. Oh, my God. Why? And we became, like, instant best friends. Like, mm -hmm. I literally. There's nothing on this planet that I would have done for her. Mm -hmm. um, but ever since she had had cancer. She would always do these really incredible things to raise money for pediatric cancer. She did lemonade stands. She made blankets. She made pillowcases. Yeah. Whatever she could do to raise money, she would do. And so, unfortunately, during the pandemic, she got sick again. And she passed away. And I can tell you, that is the worst thing in the entire world. Oh, yeah. Like... Not being able to do anything. Yeah. And like knowing that she's terminal and having to have conversations with her about her future and what she wants and all the dogs that she wanted because all she really wanted was dogs. And we were going to live, we were supposed to live and be neighbors and have one big yard and our dogs could run around. And it's like having to have those conversations. And I'm not even her mom. Yeah. I know. You know, I'm just, so she called me her big sister and she was my little sister. And like, there is truthfully nothing more painful than that. Like yeah. desperately wanting to change something so permanent, mm -hmm. like, and not being able to. Yeah. If I lose my job, great. I can get another one, mm -hmm. you know, but like with death and stuff that that's it. There was a, um, a friend of mine went to a, a conference. It was mm -hmm. kind of like a Ted talk thing and she was kind of putting it on her stories and there was a photo and on the photo was what was on the projector, which said like, what is like the thing that is always following us around that no one acknowledges and we all live like our everyday life and stuff. And I messaged her. I was like, I'm like, it's death. 
Yeah. Like he's talking about death. And she was like, yeah, he was. And I'm like, yeah, bitch, because I think about death all the yeah. fucking time. And it like, it's part of the, I have such existential depression and anxiety from it. Like I, the whole concept of it, I just feel like I, why do we have to have a concept of our own mortality? Yeah. It is not cool. It is not no. cool. And it's not cool to have to lose people, but like, it's, there's no but to it, but I'm just saying like, the whole concept, and we do, like, we have, like, cognitive dissonance with it. Like, yeah. we literally have to ignore that this is a thing that happens yeah. to all of us and impacts us in ways that go beyond just us dying. Yeah. Because, in my opinion, it's far scarier to lose people you love. And oh, yeah. Yeah, you worry. So, yeah. Oh, I awful. remember when my grandmother was dying, they said that she was dying because of heart failure. Mm -hmm. I was more than willing to give her my heart. I didn't care. Aww. You know what I mean? Because I... I, I at the time I was, yeah, you were a child you know there was nothing i wanted more than my grandma to be alive yeah um and then with alexa if i could have given her anything i would have of course you would have like she needed a liver great she can have mine she wants lungs great have mine yeah legs great take them arms fine you know yeah you want my hair to make a wig great let's do it you know there was nothing that i literally would not have given to save this girl's life because i loved her so much i will say this about you though um Kristen, um, I know a lot about Alexa because I'm friends with Kristen. Yeah. Kristen makes damn sure that everyone that comes into contact with Kristen knows who Alexa is, knows what a gift she was. Every like her memory is shared through so many people because Kristen does the loving thing of making sure that this pure soul is known, like her existence was known and her existence mattered. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, there's not much more you can do with such an unfair, an unfair blow in life. Well, yeah. And it's so fucking shitty. And like, you know, just not to make everything about me, but like, oh, this is, you can make this about you, girl. Like, <laughs> but like it, this is just my experience with it. Yeah. There's so many people who have. Oh yeah. You read about tragedies and you're like similar things. Fuck is someone going to get over this? Yeah. Or like, you know, cause Ryan gets so annoyed with me cause, um, we shop at Best Buy a lot. Obviously, we have a whole lot of tech and garbage in here. But during the holiday season, they raise money for St. Jude. Aww. And I literally get so mad at him when he forgets to donate at the end of every purchase that we have at Best Buy during the holiday season. Because it's like... Well, it's a tax write-off for them. That's why they do it. I don't care. As, as but just make the donation outside. Outside of Best Buy. Well, that too. But like, <laughs> we, we do donate every year. Um... But it's like, that's just an extra thing for them, you mm -hmm. know? Unfortunately, you know, that's that. But that's my soft spot, right? Sick yeah. kids because of Alexa. No, me she too. Changed, me she too. changed my life. You know, kids needing school supplies, as great as that is, I I will donate occasionally, but hey, I'm not like I as don't, like, militant I'm, about my, it. My charities of choice, my donations of choice go to animal rescue and animal welfare. Oh, yep. But yeah, yep. I mean, pediatric cancer is yeah. anything pediatric. It's just like... How do you explain? I mean, I'm an adult and yeah. I can't, like I said, I have existential issues with losing people and death. How the fuck do you expect a child to understand that? Yeah. And it was just like, I don't know. And I, I don't I knew, understand it. I knew that her dying was going to change my life. Mm -hmm. I like, I, you know, it's just one of those things. But like, I heard something. It's probably on TikTok to be honest. I don't know how true I was going to be like, I heard something on WandaVision that was really touching, but. <laughs> Um, but it was like something about trauma and, you know, you've experienced something traumatic when you think back to it and you see everything in like 
third person. So like, yeah, I, that's true. When I think back to Alexa's funeral, I remember everything, and I see everything so clearly in my mind. I remember walking in, and there being a line out the door, and me being so damn proud that there was a line out the door. I was like, yes, baby. Like, I was so proud. And then I walked in and they were playing the Beatles. And literally when I'm thinking about this, I'm literally watching myself walk in. Mm -hmm. I'm like, but obviously I didn't see that. Yeah. I remember walking in, like seeing myself in my sequin dress because Mm -hmm. her and I had um, matching Disneyland 60th sequin jackets. And she passed away in June in Las Vegas. Um, I don't know if y'all have ever been to Las Vegas in June. Uh, it's hot as shit. I was going to say, it's the surface of the sun. Yeah. So we, uh, so I did not wear my jacket, but I wore a sequin dress because the jacket had sequins on them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, like, ever after, like, hearing that, like, that made complete sense to me. That was such a terrible day. Yeah. And I remember it so clearly, but not from my body. Yeah. I remember it from seeing, from, like, literally being somebody else there. Your brain, you know, they've studied this a lot, but... um. And I'm not obviously a professional in it, but anyone that's gone through something that's traumatic knows that your brain rewires itself a bit, especially she's doing with, work. <laughs> she's, she's doing, she's rewrite, re, like rewriting half my brain right now. Yeah. Um, but re rewrites, rewires kind of how you conceptualize it, how you remember it, how you picture it, the feelings you have attached to it. Mm-hmm. It's all survival instinct. Right. Um, but also it's just, it's, I, I personally, I can't even think, uh, I can, I only dip back into memories of losing my cat. Like the day I lost her mm-hmm. for like two seconds and I bounce right the fuck out of there. Like in right. my head, I was just like, Nope, I can't do this. Cause mm-hmm. I will, I will be done the entire day. Yeah. I will be a fucking mess the entire day. Mm-hmm. And I'll probably squeeze my, my cat that I have now who was, I always had him, um, with Zoe, but, um, I look at him now he's eight next month. Um, and she passed at 14 and I'm like, I'm just going to squeeze yeah. the shit out of him yep. and be like, like my yep. of mice and men. And I don't want to do that to him. Um, but yeah, I, I can't, I can't even have the memory and I know this. I just, I kind of mentioned it real quick and it's kind of silly, but it's not silly because star Wars and things like Marvel and things yeah. like that can be very impactful. Yes. Um, and can be very therapeutic. Like in WandaVision, like you just said, you related a lot to why Anakin had his downfall. Like yeah. he would give anything. Um, in WandaVision, you know, Wanda is Wanda range bitch. And that's why we love her. Yes. Um, true. and you see the progression, especially in WandaVision more than the movies, um, of how much grief this poor girl has gone through yeah. and exactly where, if you had these powers, if I had those powers, yeah. I would, I would hope, I mean, it's unconscious, yeah. but my grief would have fucking created a whole fucking town oh, yeah. and like oh, per- yeah. made this little bubble for me to mm-hmm. make myself safe from anything else that could hurt me without um, a doubt. Totally. And when it's having the memory of Vision talking to her, if you, ha- I mean, I assume most people have seen WandaVision. Yeah. Um, if you haven't, like fucking watch enough. it. It's amazing. It was actually kind of what unlocked my obsession with Marvel. There's also a dick on the wall. A di- There's a dick on the Apparently wall. Apparently, it's a lobster, but it looks oh, like a dick. You mean in the '80s, in the '80s episode where with it's the it's things a cake, on the kitchen? It's a cake mold. Yeah, but it looks like a dick. It does look like a dick. It's a lobster. Keep your eye out apparently. for it. <laughs> it You're just, it is, that is not a lobster. <laughs> that is a, that is a penis. It, it has to be a penis. That's the only. That's the only thing i'm taking but there's a there's a part where she had just lost her brother and visions talking to her mm-hmm. it's a memory and he very succinctly says and props to the writer who wrote this um what is love if not what is grief if not love persevering yeah and literally the second that line was that i just started crying because yeah. i was just like 
that is such a healthy, true, and um, validating way to put it. Yeah. Um, and it makes me, when I have existential crises and stuff, it's just kind of like, and they talk about this in Interstellar too. Mm-hmm. In Interstellar, they talk about like why, why, what is the social function utility of, of love in the human race or, or in the animal kingdom? Like what is the utility, the mm-hmm. social utility? Okay. To, to procreate, to have babies, to make sure there's more of the species, all this stuff. Yes. And they're talking about it and they're basically saying it's, it's kind of in the plot, but essentially there is, there's no social utility. Cause she's like, what about people who we've lost? What about people who've died and you still have love for them? What social utility does that have? That's fair. It doesn't go anywhere. And they're like, there is none. So what's the point of love then? And it's just like, there has to be a bigger point. There has to be. And it it ends up, that's pretty pretty much the message of the movie. Um, Watch Interstellar. It's fucking fantastic. But that, I have a lot of existential crisis, but like the universe and everything. And I love movies that make me feel not as small and make my little insignificant like relationship with my pet in in the long term of how grand the universe is, make it seem like it is significant. You know what I mean? Um, And and WandaVision did this too in its own way. And I just thought that was really, really beautiful. Um, And if you know me personally or if you followed me on twitter before i started the pod you know how the chokehold this fucking show yeah. had on me when it was on um oh and by the way um one of our good friends actually bought me a gift that was like a recently that was just so sweet it was like it's like a wood carving and it has like if what is what is love, what is grief if not love persevering on it and it was I just know. so thoughtful and i was like oh my god you have no idea what this quote means to me but they do that's why they bought it for me so um thank you that's kathy so that was nice. very nice um and but the chokehold the death grip this show had on me like yeah. every fucking day i was like okay i have a theory and like was <laughs> that, by the way all of my theories were wrong all of my theories were yeah. wrong and i was there's the, the scene at the end where um, Agatha is like walking Wanda through her traumatic memories or whatever. I'm so excited for her series. Oh, oh. me too. And uh, Agatha's like, sees a memory and she's like, hmm, I have a theory, but I need more. And another friend tagged me and it was like, this is this is Tara. Like this whole <laughs> series is, I have a theory, but I need more. <laughs> and it's so true. It's so true. And I'm very excited. And actually, I'm honestly kind of pissed at myself because I did one of those like anonymous question things on Instagram. Um and one of the questions was like, what's your top three female crushes? And I'm not bisexual, but I did get a question about that. And I posted that like, oh yeah, I think about it sometimes, but I don't identify as bisexual. Um, and my top three were Zoe Kravitz, but Betty Gilpin, who's from, um, oh, why can't I glow? Love her. And she's also a fantastic actress. And, um, oh my God, what was my number one? What the fuck is wrong with me? Uh, it wasn't Wanda? It wasn't Elizabeth Olsen? No. Now I can't remember who my number one was. What was wrong with me? The point is, it wasn't Catherine Hahn. Oh, it was Florence Pugh. Thank you, Florence Pugh. Yes, it was. Um, but I went, after I posted that, I was like, no, Catherine Hahn! Oh, fuck! <laughs> like, it's like four. If I had to knock one off, it'd be Betty Gilpin. But, um, yeah, Catherine Hahn. Ugh, love her. She's just such a good actress. People yeah. that are talented. Yeah. Like, oh, I love her. So, She's so funny, too. I don't know if this happens to anybody else, um, but it happens to me. Uh, talking about loving talented people when i oh me oh my god thank you so much watch somebody who is just so talented at what they do primarily happens when i go see like a broadway show mm-hmm. i cry <laughs> that's not that's not like, stupid like um just i would just love to be so talented at something it's also very inspiring and moving to see someone doing something you know they were called to do yeah and being given like the platform to just go ape shit yeah the floor is yours yeah and go like, for it. I just, 
cry because like that is just such a fucking cool ass thing you know like when we went to new york and i saw wicked Mm -hmm. this is like one of the best days of my life and we saw this girl who i like really kind of like wasn't like super excited to see uh play alphabet Mm -hmm. because i had seen her in the glee project and i really didn't care for her personality on that Mm. and then she actually made it on to glee hated her fucking character was this the marley person no i did not care for her either okay that's the only Um, person i know this is the girl who um she she was one of like the contestants for niata and she competed against kurt and rachel um and like basically her storyline was like she used she was like the gerber baby Mm -hmm. because like you know how like they love to give people like the most obnoxious ass random ass jobs (laughs) um and so... Wait, was she, this a fake storyline or a real one? That was the fake storyline. Okay. I was like, so, was she really the group for baby? But I... So, she was our alphaba. Okay. Oh, my fucking God. Did she Did kill this it? bitch make a liar out of me? She was so good. Like... I love that. I... I love being made a liar out of. I cried the entire time. And, like, my... The best song everybody knows is Defying Gravity. Oh, yeah. She's nailed I, it. Ryan literally thought Don't I they was, go up to like a note G or something in yeah. that song? And Ryan literally was like unsure if I was having like an exorcism <laughs> or an orgasm because Probably I was the latter. I was just shaking and crying because this bitch was so good. It's a pretty good orgasm. She was just so good. And it was just like and like I'm I'm somebody who like is a pain in the ass and I need things to sound the same as they did as when I fell in love with them right so eh, when people pain in the ass this is standards no but like when they when you when they do a no one's run, allowed to grow how i got how i started to love you has to remain the same <laughs> yeah well like okay like with wicked right it like adina menzel was alphaba adele dazine adele dazine yeah <laughs> like one of the most talented singers on this fucking planet yeah she is and so i fell in love Killer with jawline too oh my god i know bitch um <laughs> I fell in love with like how she did it, the runs, the timing, the everything that yeah. she did. And so when people do that, um, especially, you know, even with like well-known songs like Disney songs and like mm-hmm. you watch like these like covers and stuff. Yeah. Where they take a lot of liberty, nine times out of ten, not really like for, for me. Like for singing the national anthem, but for a Disney yeah. song. Yeah. Like not not my favorite thing. Oh, this bitch could have like sang it backwards and I would have been like, amazing. <laughs> amazing. You're so great. You're so great. Yeah. And uh, my second favorite, my well, actually, my first favorite song is No Good Deed Goes Unpunished. Mm-hmm. And Homegirl did this run, and I was like, oh, my God. You were, like, up, standing up and, like, crying and clapping. Like, oh, my God. It was so embarrassing because at the time, um, masks were still mandated on Broadway. Uh-huh. And I was wearing my black. I think and, they only recently got rid of that, like, yeah, very recently. I was wearing my black KN95, sobbing. The whole thing was, like, wet, wet, wet after. And I was like oh i'm so happy but you know i'm I'm happy you brought this up because we actually again actually have a topic for today yeah we do um we always go on tangents until like i don't know 45 minutes in i don't even want to know where we are right now but maybe it's 45 minutes in (laughs) probably um and the topic was dreams as an adult and that seems very general yeah but like in our culture especially in the hustle culture that we have although post-pandemic i think we're starting to realize how fucked up that culture is and we know our worth now baby Mm -hmm. Um, it's kind of what dreams do you have as an adult, um, that do not have to do with work? Yeah. Because, um, I saw a tweet recently and I was talking to Tara about this before we started. She apparently says that it has like a backstory. Um, 
but I saw it and it was like, I do not dream of labor. Absolutely. To the right. question, like, what's your dream job? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I do not dream of why, labor. Why? Why? I don't. I don't want to work, to be honest. And with it's you. it's one of those. It is. It comes from a video, and I forget who in the video said it, but I did see it in a video, and that's and the way they said it was fantastic. Cause like, it was like I do not dream of labor. Like it was just yeah. like, it was a very like Massachusetts Jackie O way of answering it, which was fantastic. Well, like why the fuck do we all have to have dream jobs? Yeah, no, it was. It's one of those things that you realize is ingrained in you. Yeah, and then someone just answers like that, and you're just like, oh fuck. Yeah. It was why do I have a dream job? It was such like I don't know, just like one of those moments yeah, where it was I was like, aha, aha. Oh my god. Yeah, it's an aha moment. For you sure. know, because in my mind, very surface level, I just want to be hot and rich. Oh my god, same. Like cuz I just want to do what I want to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if one day that's starting a podcast, bitch, we're going to start a podcast. Yeah. And I don't have to worry about going to a job to get the time off to make the money cuz I already have it. And if I could look in the mirror and be like, damn, bitch, you fine as hell. Yeah. Like, I should be doing that now, but I don't. Um, so if I feel hot and then I have the money to just do whatever the fuck I want, that's what I want. Yeah, me too. Like, what the fuck is this? I don't want to. Uh, I, no. I don't think there is anything wrong. Anything wrong. If your aspiration. Well, no, because there's a difference between aspirations and dreams. And I was like telling you about that yeah. a bit. In my opinion, there is. And there's nothing wrong with your ultimate dream being to float in a fucking lazy river that you custom built at your mansion oh. in Laguna Beach um, that overlooks the ocean yeah. with a ridiculously hot husband that just has a job that takes them away like three weeks every month. Uh, so you have the loss to yourself for three weeks. And then when That's he's back Tara's for the week, dream. you just like fuck like rabbits. And then, and it's great. And then it's like, bye, I'm going to live my life and have my hobbies. And I love you. Stay <laughs> safe. Hope your plane doesn't crash. But I'm just going to like have my whole life in my lazy river <laughs> and have my friends over and I'm going to watch one division 10 times or what I'm doing now, which is I'm watching the Ryan Murphy show feud with Betty and Joan. Um, oh. that literally came on and I loved it. And then they took it off the air, like the airwaves. They took it off streaming. I have not been able to find it for like five fucking years. And finally it's back. And I'm like, Oh, I'm watching this bitch again. There you go. And now I'm on last episode, but oh. I would also love to do that in a mansion. I custom built. Yeah. In a house I have to myself with like literally with your house paid off with my house paid off. And I want, you know, I also, okay, this is the dream. This is seriously my dream. I always want like a basement level. Okay. That is just a spa. I love that. So there's a lap pool. There's a regular saltwater pool. There's a cold plunge. It's a lot of water. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, there's, you know, there's a mas like a massage table, mm -hmm. but there's a massage therapy area. There's like a cryo freeze area. There is like, I'm all sounding like shit. Kendall Jenner's dream. House. Oh yeah. I want all that shit. I want all the cool shit. Um, I want a sauna, like a dry sauna, a wet sauna. I want, and I want like a salon. <gasps> have you, okay. Have you watched loot? No. So it's a Maya Rudolph show on Apple uh, TV now. That's, oh, I love her. Oh, she's great in it. And it's clearly based on um, Mackenzie Bezos. Okay. Because it's basically about this super rich woman who, worth billions because her husband's a high-tech billionaire. And she was with him from the beginning. And yeah. like, it was her. She allowed him to like start his company because she was one making the money at first and then yes, he divorces her because they had no prenup she gets so she got billions she of should. billions as she should and then she starts getting really involved in philanthropic 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 work and um charities just Love like that. mackenzie bezos and um but i'm i could care less about the helping people part i mean that's great but i'm watching it for the shots of the inside of her house yep and her closet because they they, they show her closet with all the purses 
all the Birkins. Yep. All, all the, the Kellys. Birkins. Yep. All the Gucci's. <gasps> and I'm just like, I love this show. I could, I want to live in this show. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's what I want. Yeah. And the second her husband left her, I was like, girl, now you got the dream. Yeah. Now you have the dream. See, it's so interesting that that is your dream. Mm-hmm. Um, One of them. Yeah. Like we talked about this on the podcast. Kind of half kidding dream, but yeah, it's, I mean, it's there. But like, I could not be like, if I could be in Ryan's skin, that would be close enough for me. I know. So like if he left me for three, oh God, I would be. I say this though, that I'm not in love right now. So that's true. I have crushes. Yeah. And that's why I'm like, I can like be in my life a little bit. That's great. That's, yeah. what, that's what a crush level is. Um, But I think, but no, I've, I've had people that I felt very close to that you feel about Ryan yeah. and being in love is another, is another thing entirely. But like, like, I, I, my dream is to literally get surgically fused his body see i so here's my dream my house is a mix of vanessa hudgens this is gonna be a big fucking surprise to everybody ready <laughs> a blend of vanessa hudgens and hillary duffs because they both did architectural digest um videos they did her killer Duff's kids room was insane yeah she has a fucking ball pit and a trampoline yeah. and you know what add car delavines because that had a very nice little elevated um aesthetic mm-hmm. one gorgeous spanish style mansion oh oh, oh like the old hollywood spanish style uh-huh. oh my yep. god love those big sex you know big love beams those. big or big, would be, big sexy wood beams yeah big ornate doors that are not like they're custom doors yeah like that's what i want From a house that was built in 1921 I want, I want an extra house like a little casita yeah that i can just play in you know if i want to take photos great if i want to get glam great if we want a podcast great yeah but it doesn't interfere because i mean you're here now uh for those of you who don't know i have a two-story apartment i live upstairs and down here is like a studio i don't like the fact that the two touch each other it really drives me nuts um so one place where i could go play and i want a hammock and i want this and i want a big fat fucking yard for this sack of potatoes right over here (laughs) and like I just want money to just be able to do whatever I feel like doing. Yeah. Right? If I want to go shopping, great. I don't have to look at a price tag, even if it's a $62 bodysuit. Here's the thing. I don't think these are dreams that aren't universally shared. Like, these are not unique dreams. So my question is, what's a really weird one or one you think is very unique to you? Okay. Because when I said Lazy River, I was being very specific. Like, that is 100% my dream. I could stay in Lazy River for 48 hours straight and be perfectly happy. I want a fountain soda machine. I would take that. I love a fountain machine. From McDonald's, because that's God tier. Yes, it is. I want it calibrated exactly the same. I will get get back on the caffeine And you have to get the bigger straws, too, because I do think that that plays a bit into it. They did. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you have to get the bigger straws. Yeah. It's useless. Um, okay. So oddly specific, here's the deal. Okay. I want a TV show about my life. I love it. Very. Oh my gosh. You need to watch Euphoria because there's a whole episode about a girl doing this. I can't get into Euphoria. Just watch the episode of the girl making a TV show about her life. It's Maude Apatow's character. It's so good. Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go on. But yeah, uh, just, but it's just like. It's By the a, way, it, because it's exposed, Kristen has a tattoo as she's saying this that says main character. Yes. Which, by the way, I love this tattoo. Yes, but- I do. Um, so I think I've said it here before. Like, I fully believe that I am, like, my like Hannah Montana, Sharpe Evans, mm-hmm. like, all kind of rolled into one. Mm-hmm. But it would be, like, 
me with like my friends and like doing passion projects and stuff mm-hmm. like that so it'd be literally like real housewives mixed with like the buried life did you ever watch that the buried life yeah it was on mtv it was basically these bunch of like this group of friends who had a bucket list and so they would help somebody cross off a bucket like uh, something off their bucket uh-huh. list and they would help them cross something off their bucket list okay like how fucking cool is that yeah that's cool like if i could like guest star on like a disney channel show mm-hmm. even if even could... in these days when disney channel shows are like not a thing disney streaming yes okay or like because growing up i always wanted to be like an actress i either wanted to be on disney channel or i want to do like a hallmark movie i've never wanted to do like big movies because like meh mm-hmm. but like i want the fun stuff like, i know? don't want the temple movies i want the yeah i want like the little straight to dvd ones <laughs> I want to be the live action Cinderella three, <laughs> which is a really good movie. Or by like the, way. the Cinderella stories. Like there's like 50 gazillion of them now. Yeah. And ever after is the best one. Like I, like, I just want to be able like, or if I like one thing I dream about is being so vocally talented that I could go to karaoke with my friends and be like, no, I'm shy. and just blow everybody out of the fucking water. So like, one day I wake up on a Tuesday, I want the, like one of the best vocal coaches charge it. And then that's my new thing. See, for me, you know, I can't have a dream like that because I know for a fact this, this throat ain't ever producing something that sounds remotely listenable. I mean, I hope talking yes. Cause you're listening <laughs> to this right now, but singing wise, no. No, I went through a phase when I was 13 where I wanted to be a pop star. I was 13. It was like, yeah. for me, it was the age of Britney Spears and Jessica Simpson. Oh, with the head mic? Yes. Oh, if you I ever. I loved a head if mic. If you ever bitch. give me a chance to wear a Britney. That's a, it's just straight up a Britney Spears mic. Yeah. That's all that is. It will forever be a Britney Spears mic. Um, you should do that for Halloween. I, went, I actually a, went as, I did that for Halloween we'll already. We'll get you a head mic. In high school, I went as her in the crazy video with the black pants and she had like the glitter green crop top with the like the crimped hair and then she had like the britney microphone i totally did that i love that i I loved britney i still love britney spears but i really loved britney spears um i and the 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 unique way she's (laughs) (laughs) that thing it was just like oh yeah give me that stupid throaty (laughs) throaty voice oh yeah and then you watch her when she was like eight on um God, what the fuck was that show called? The little kids trying to be stars. And it was hosted oh, by Star Edna Van Search? Star Search. And it shows her at like eight years old on Star Search. And she's singing and like this voice that comes out of this little girl is like so big. Yeah. And I'm like, and then when you went to be a singer, I mean, we all ate it up. Yeah. But they literally put you in this little box yeah. where you had to sound like, oh, my, my. And that's yeah. the only way you could sing any song forevermore. Well, I that also happened to Jessica Simpson because I just saw a video of her on TikTok. Oh God, she sings live. She's so ugly. From chorus line, mm-hmm. and she was she could not have been older than like. No, she's one of those singers like Mariah Carey and Idina Menzel nine. who can like hit that one yeah. note that like only a few singers can. But like she's it was so good. Oh, she's fantastic. But then like now or like even when she was producing music mm-hmm. is Big Fat Nothing Burger. Here's the thing, Jessica. First of all, have you seen her actually sing live? No. She's the ugliest Except singer. In that video. She's the ugliest singer singing live because I swear to Christ, her jaw like unhinges and it looks like she's going to eat <laughs> and deep throat the microphone. I mean, her, her lips are like 
doing this wave Ew. thing, her jaws wide open. Any video, I'm not I'm not exaggerating. And here's the thing, I actually went Can't wait to, to add that to the playlist. <laughs> oh, I'm totally adding it. Um, I actually went to a filming when she was still with Nick, I went to a filming of, of a variety show they had. Oh. They were doing like a Sunny Bono share thing. Oh fun. And it was but it wasn't a series, it was just a one night thing. And um, oh my God. So we went, we were super excited. It was on the Disney lot. And it was me, my best friend, and my best friend's sister. And it was so cool. Like Jewel was there and her and Jewel sang a duet. And I am gonna mimic this, but she like oh also she does the thing with a microphone where she pulls it like this. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. she's wailing away. And when she was doing what cover did she do of Jewel? But oh my god, she butchered it. And Jewel was just like, mm-hmm. Like playing next to her, like acting like this woman was not just destroying the song. She sounded great, but Jewel has a very specific, I mean, Jewel's a very specific kind of singer. Yeah. And Jessica Simpson's a very specific kind of singer. And it was just kind of a, a, a match that did not match. And the, there was a part where she had to do a dance and Jessica Simpson's not a dancer, but in the variety show, she had a dance. This bitch could not remember her steps to save her fucking life. We were there. I swear to God, just for the dance weekends for five goddamn hours. Oh my God. They didn't give us food. They didn't <gasps> give us water. We were there for the whole thing for like at least 12 hours. We were starving. We wanted to leave so bad. Yeah. Like Jessica Simpson was like 10 feet from me and we loved the newlyweds. Like these were like our celebrities. Yeah. And we were like, we would like to go now, please. Yes. Like we would like to go. She, and every single time she got one of the staff songs, she was like, oh, I'm so sorry. We have to do it again. Literally the entire audience was like, oh, like, <laughs> at her because, and I was like, oh my God, her like dits thing is not an act. It's just her. She has like five steps to remember. <laughs> what is the problem? What is the problem? Yeah. Um, I still bought all of her dessert line that makeup um, uh -huh. like crazy though. Yeah. Orange cream school stuff, bought that shit up. I would buy it now if they put it back out. <laughs> I love it. Um, but when it comes to like dreams and ambitions, like I feel like when Kristen first brought this up to me, I thought, okay, if it doesn't have to do with work, I feel like the 1950s ingrained, yeah, like st shit you got to unlearn. My first thought was, you know, get married, have a baby, yeah, have picket fence, um, and be a mom. And 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 if that is your dream, that's fantastic. We need moms. I love my mom. My mom's a great mom. Yeah, I have no desire to be a mom, however. Um, and I never really have, and it wasn't until I think. I was in my mid twenties that I started to voice it because even at that time it just wasn't, um, everyone, everyone becomes mom. Yeah. Um, and it was kind of like, well, you know, I, I don't really want kids, but I'll, you'll see if I change my mind, you know, whatever. Every year I get older, I get more cemented and I do not yeah. want children. Um, I, I reserve the right to change my mind. Like it's I said, I'm not in love. It's a big commitment. It's a big commitment. And I'm going to be fucking honest. I'm a very selfish person. As you should be. Very self. I'm very selfish with my time. Yep. I'm very selfish with my rest. Yep. Um, I want my time to do what I want to do. I want my harder money to go to my fucking Chanel purse. I'm going to get at some Absolutely, point. Absolutely, I want it to go straight into my forehead. Yep. I want it to go straight onto my, you know, semi-permanent eyebrows. Yeah. I do not want to have to, and I don't, and I don't want to have to listen to you tell me why you like what other, what fucking show you're obsessed with that you've watched every single day because kids like watching the same thing yeah. all the time. Cause it's a comfort. I don't want to always have that on the TV. I just don't. Yeah. See, I don't want to watch one division for the thousand times. I think baby shark is a bop. Yeah. But like, I love you know that I mean? song. Like, Oh, McDonald. Like, no, I don't want to hear no, that shit. that stuff. When you get in the car with someone who has kids and they have to like, oh, sorry, sorry. And they're not the kid stuff that's around, but everything they have to listen to. There's like, I'm so sorry. We have to listen to this or he'll start screaming. Yeah. And I totally get that's your life. 
I just didn't sign up for it. So yep. trust me, if I'm with you, I'm like, it's fine. And I'm thinking, oh, like, why? This yeah. is awful. Um, but I, I also think I would be the worst mom ever. Because I don't think you'd be the worst mom ever. That's nice of you to say, but I 100% would like chain my child in the basement. Because we just talked about fear of losing someone you love. Every time they left the house, oh, yeah. I would be completely, my mind would just be like, all the things, you can, other drivers oh, yeah. on the road, everything you cannot control. Well, nowadays, even sending them to school. Especially sending them to school. Like. Especially sending them to school. I was going to get there. Especially sending them to school. I would literally how you say you are with ryan yeah i know because i know how i am with my fucking cat oh yeah so if i if i had a child i feel like there's a bio for most people i don't have a maternal instinct right now mm -hmm. but if you assigned me even if i didn't give birth to it if i adopted or if the universe assigned me a child to take care of the stork dropped it off a stork dropped it off <laughs> i would take i i take that seriously yeah of course. um so if i'm responsible for someone's well-being um, i'm going to literally wrap myself around them and be like you're not fucking leaving because the only way i'm going to make sure that you Go yep. to bed tonight and don't die on the way to bed is if I'm in control of everything that happens to you. And that is such a completely insane mentality yeah. to have. And it's unhealthy. But like, if you understood how many times I go back in the morning when I leave to make sure my door is locked so oh, yeah. my cat won't get out. Oh, and yeah. my mom will be watching me. She's like, you just checked it. I'm like, I, I need to check it again. Mm -hmm. I need to check it again. I would have, I would know no peace as a mother. And I'm sure there are mothers listening that's like, yeah, you do know no peace as a mother. That's what being a mother is. And I do not want that. Yeah. I already know no peace. I'm already an anxious mess over, yeah. like, you know, I get existential crises watching, like, fucking Ad Astra or whatever. So I don't need, I don't need to also deal with um, worrying about all the variables that could um, harm my child that oh, I yeah. can't control. Like no fucking way. No, I'm, I would be the worst mother. I'm literally so far up gigs ass all the time. Yeah. Like, no, absolutely not. I would be the world's worst helicopter mom. Like mm -hmm. I will not even leave on vacation unless my in-laws can watch him because mm -hmm. I don't trust anybody else to watch him. Yeah. There's only one person I would ask to watch my cat one person and he's always been fantastic and he he knows my cat and he loves my cat um but there's no one else no, i no. could never ask a babysitter to come over and watch oh, my cat no. i can't i can't take him to a dog hotel absolutely no dog camp nope not happening you don't know what's mm -hmm. happening to the, nope. him while he's there nope, nope there's no nope. way to know well yeah and i, I watch I, I remember when we went to toronto with ryan's parents mm -hmm. he stayed in a glorious dog hotel and thankfully he was pretty young he was still he still wasn't even a year mm. He was, we were in Toronto for a week mm. and that was miserable for me um, because I was just watching the cameras literally any chance I got. I have cameras for my cat too. Yeah. But yeah. so we upgraded him to like the top of the line package. So I had access to him, mm -hmm. all his cameras or whatever. And there was a day where I didn't see him for about three hours. And I was like, where the fuck is my dog? Mm -hmm. I called and they had him back behind the. Uh, like the desk mm -hmm. because he was getting playtime with the people because they loved him mm -hmm. and i was like okay cool that's fine can you angle the camera so i can watch that please <laughs> yeah um and then there was another time it was about two hours that i didn't mm -hmm. see him i call again i was like hi um where's my dog <laughs> and then she's like um he's napping on his balcony and although i was very happy that he was napping on his balcony i'm like are you making sure he's not getting too hot like my first thought, you... I'm like a balcony and a dog doesn't sound like a great mix. Yeah, and I'm like, mm, um, what's the context for this balcony? 
Does it face a street? Is it in an enclosed area? I think it was in an enclosed area. Is it a second story balcony? Is a balcony just a fun thing you call his, where he is? Like what, just what? his like little patio. Okay. And then I was like, well, is he getting his snacks? Is he getting his toys? Is he like, is yeah. he getting everything? Is he enjoying playtime? Mm-hmm. Like, and then they would send you report cards, but like, it was always just fluffy stuff. Yeah. Jake had a great day. We like, played I know in the my water. dog. I know he can be an asshole. What are you, what do you, how are you treating him when he's not behaving? Yeah. Like yeah. how, how many hours is he really in that kennel? Yeah. Like all of these things. How long are his walks? Are you checking the temperature of the ground before you take him on a yeah. walk? It just, it was not worth it. No, I, I, I get it. I'm stressed. I usually don't like when I went to my, my new, my flex I've had before when I went to Tahiti, um, I was gone for a week and I, yeah, I had a, the, my friend who I, the only one I let watch my cats or would ever ask to watch my cats, um, who I like, I don't even think I pay. And he just does that the kind of his, of his heart. Um, thanks George. Um, we love George. We love George. Uh, and, but he would come and I'd let him like, I'm like, Hey, you can stay then you can stay at my house. You can eat all my food. Like you can do whatever you want. Um, you don't have to stay every night, just spend time with them. I just want them to know someone's in the house. They know you yeah. like, and I obsessively leave notes that are like three pages long. And it, that doesn't include vet information. That's a whole other thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, this is how they act. This is what they prefer. If they sleep here, don't worry about it. Don't move her. She wants to sleep there. If she jumps on the bed with you, like cause she, Zoe had an attitude problem. Um, I'd be like, if she jumps on the bed with you, don't reach out to pet her. Like she will literally not come out if you do j- at, anymore. So just let her sleep on the bed. Like it's a big, like, and be like him, he's going to cry. He's going to do that. Like all their behavior. Yeah. And he was like, I know your cats. Like, but I'm still like, and this is, if, if she starts doing this, it's because she ate this. And the, like, yep. this is this long ass list. And I'm just like, imagine if this was a child, which yeah. far more, because cats are pretty low maintenance in terms of pets. Yeah. Um, and I made them high maintenance because I'm a helicopter mom. If that was a kid, oh, I what know. if the kid had allergies? What if the kid was diabetic? Yeah. What the fuck? I would I would know no peace. I no. would know no peace. See, the thing with me would be, what are the things that you don't know about? You mean like, that, like the kid is doing or no? Like, what if there was an allergy? Like that they were definitely allergic to. Okay. And so they, speaking they of no, speaking of this, spiking of this, um, just because I I follow the founder of the Sakara Life brand, I'm a meal subscriber to, um her and it's just kind of ironic just because she's so big on this nutrition plant-based thing her i think four or five year old son was just diagnosed with um type 1 diabetes to figure that out mm-hmm. he was in like extreme ketoacidosis okay which is fucking terrifying yeah fucking terrifying and they and he has he was showing signs it's on her instagram and stuff um like kind of showing signs of what di- what diabetes would look present like like he had no appetite but he was super fucking thirsty and like always he was having all these weird reactions yeah. to foods and things and it just took them forever to get him diagnosed and by the time they got him diagnosed he was pretty much about to die yeah and like it's like thank god yeah. but they did everything right they kept taking him to the doctor very scary I yeah. mean, that kind of happened to me when I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease, but it, it wasn't as high stakes. Yeah. It was, um, I had something going on that wasn't right and they just couldn't figure out what it was. Right. Um, it did get high stakes for a while cause I had ended up with internal bleeding and stuff, but it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's just what it is, but not when I was getting diagnosed. Yeah. Um, but I was diagnosed with ulcerative colitis and then I was diagnosed with inter in- indeterminate Crohn's colitis. And then it took like another five years to finally get my Crohn's diagnosis. Right. And I'm just like, okay, well that's just trying to figure out what medicine is right. Yeah. What, how I should live my life, whatever. But if this was more like, what do you have? And if you get it wrong, you yeah. fucking die. Yeah. That's goddamn scary well i think i told you with alexa when they first found out that she had brain cancer yeah 
She was having tummy aches. Mm-hmm. Fucking tummy aches. Yeah, because you said they tested her for Crohn's, right? I don't know if they tested her for Crohn's. Oh, I thought, I thought, I thought, but well, like, I thought that's how it came up. Sorry. They, they, she, she just went to the doctor because she was having tummy aches. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times as a kid I had tummy aches because I ate too much sugar. Yeah. I ate too fast. I drank too fast. Like all of these things. Kids also deal with constipation a lot. Yeah. And like that is what led to like them to them finding her brain cancer. Yeah. Can you imagine? Like, I mean, thank God, they, something thank God they took something, sm- sm- but thank God they took something small seriously. Yes. But yeah, I, I can't but imagine going scary. in. scary. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm going in. I, I've had a headache. I feel like I'm getting headaches a lot. And them telling you something like, oh, that's because you had a stroke two months ago. It's yeah. Like, or you excuse me? Brain clot. Yeah. Or blood clot. Yeah. It's terrifying. Yeah, it is. You and know? that's, and being a parent and you, with Alexa, you experience that too. It's just, I could not, I could not. No. Um, Miserable. But I want to, I really want to enforce this here that the biggest reason I can't have kids is because I'm fucking selfish. Like oh, yeah. that's, if, if it happens, it happens. Um, it probably won't. Um, and that's my plan to have it not happen. But well, I talk about selfish. Um, I don't want kids mm-hmm. because I genuinely do not think that I could handle Ryan potentially loving somebody more than me. Actually, a lot of people feel like that. <laughs> no, that's like, actually. I mean, it is selfish. I feel <laughs> that's, not, that's not, I unlocked feel like a new I level, would but resent them. That's a that like that's a thing people get scared of. Yeah, like, and that sounds so fucked up. But like, Kristen Bell said that she was scared when she got pregnant she was having like breakdowns like crying breakdowns because she was scared that she could never love something as much as she loved her dog and i'm like that is so fucking relatable she's like i can't be a good mother because i do not want to share my affection from my animals no and i was like yeah i get that i can't even get adopt a second dog because i'm afraid it's gonna hurt his feelings yeah i was i was super when i got my second cat it was kind of thrust upon me because people don't go looking for cats cats happen to you so (laughs) i found him in downtown long beach downtown downtown because my mom lived there at the time and he was just a baby baby super scared of the cars i mean he had everything you could possibly have from a cat that was dumped yeah i mean he had a pair he had parasite worms fleas malnourished you could feel his spine all this stuff um and there's there's no way i couldn't 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 grab him and keep him um and my, my older cat, Zoe, um, fucking hates everything but me or did hated everything but me. And I was like, this is going to drive her crazy. And it's going to make, I felt bad because I felt like I'm going to make her life so small now because yeah. she cannot be around another cat. She like loses fur. She stresses the fuck out. She's like, get the fuck away from me. Yeah. And she hisses and she like literally t- cluffs of fur just poof <laughs> off of her in the moment. And I'm like, my God. And I just felt like I was making her life so small and I yeah. felt so bad. And I would give her so much time to have the house to herself. Like I would give him mm-hmm. his own space and she just wouldn't take it. And I was just like, I always felt bad. Um, I'm not going to cry. I, I know I gave her a good life, but at the same time, yeah, I know what you mean about gig and having a baby. I know what Kristen Bell meant when she said that. Yeah. Like I, you feel, you feel like you have this creature and a kid, if it's a kid, whatever. It's a creature. And you, it's a creature and <laughs> it's your job to give them the best possible life within your capability. Yeah. And when you bring someone else in. Yep. And by the way, I'm a younger sister, so sorry, Courtney, my older sister, who I literally did this to, I came into your life and you, and then you had a split mom with me. Um, but there's like a picture of her holding me when I was a baby. Cause she's two years older. And like, she's literally holding me and like, look at the camera. Like, what the fuck is this? Like, <laughs> um, but knowing you now have to split your time and attention yeah. 
and I know what they say, like your your heart, you don't you don't split it. Your heart grows bigger. Fuck it. That doesn't work with how time management works, yeah. though. You have to split yourself. You have to split yourself, and you don't want to have to do that. So before we wrap up, I have one question since we're on the topic of children. Okay. What is the funniest thing you've ever heard somebody refer to children as? Because my favorite thing is crotch goblins. <laughs> and I just think that that's the funniest thing in the world. Crotch goblin is great. Because um, I don't they are. They're crotch goblins. They are. They're little things that fucking out yeah. of you. Blah. Um, I don't know. I just think, what's the funniest thing? I usually, I, I personally call them gremlins. Gremlins. Like, look good. at, especially if they're acting like it. True. I'm just like, hey, gremlins, calm down. Cause I have three nephews who I love. I adore them. Um, and they're all have such unique personalities too. Um, but I love being an aunt. Yes. Love being an aunt. Um, but when they're acting like little gremlins, I'm like, hey, you guys, hey, gremlins, calm the fuck down. I don't really say fuck, but yeah. I don't think I do. <laughs> I think I censor myself. Sometimes I don't check myself. But um, also though, my my oldest nephew is so smart. He's eight years old. And he's been like this since he was a kid, but he listens to mm-hmm. everything that is said around him mm-hmm. oh my god my grandma and my sister have been having a conversation about um something really intense and adult not bad um but just something you don't want kids to have to absorb right because you think he's not listening and then i'll go outside and play with them and he'll go go like hey what's cancer and i'm just like what mom and he's like yeah it. mom and grandma we're talking about it and i'm like fuck <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, <Ask your> mom. <laughs> i know it's just like and I, I, you know, I told him or whatever. And, uh, but I was just like, you listen to everything yeah. him more than his other brothers, but oh my gosh, he's just a little sponge. Um, but, um, before we wrap up, I will say my mom was so good at this. Like the whole, like taking you to adult things mm-hmm. or inadvertently absorbing something very adult when you're a kid and me being like, what does this mean? My mom was so good it's like she had planned every like a a, a contingency plan mm-hmm. or story for every bad word ever Beautiful. ever made so we for example we went and saw the cutting edge in theaters cutting edge is such a good movie you probably haven't seen it never heard of it it is the best figure skating movie of all time so uh, real quick real have quick. you seen go figure i don't think so this figure it's about a prima donna figure skater who's only a pair skater and they cannot find another pair's to skate with her because she's so insufferable. So they recruit a retired ice hockey player. And basically it is just like hate, like sexual vibes, but they hate each other. And then of course they end up together at the end. But, um, when they're at the Olympics, um, he's kind of getting it on with a, a pair's figure skater of another couple oh. and she's pissed. And so, and that they're all giving an interview and they're like, Oh, how does it all feel to be here at the Olympics? And the girl he's screwing is like, it's so great. We're just like a big happy family. It's just so, it's just so. And the the bitchy girl in the back, she goes orgasmic. <laughs> like, and I immediately looked at my mom and was like, "What does orgasmic mean?" And I'm, I'm my mom, without missing a beat, was like, "It means happy." <laughs> <laughs> and then in that movie, Far and Away, that we talked about uh-huh. with Nicole Kim and Tom Cruise, so they're pretending in the movie to be brother and sister, so they can basically share a room together. Okay, because it's the early, it's like the late 1800s. People didn't do that. And, but everyone kind of knows they aren't. And, uh, so they're fighting and she kicks him out of the room. It's clearly a lover spat. And the madam who runs the house, cause they're renting room at a whorehouse. Uh, oh, I love that. looks at him and goes, why don't you just shag her and get it over with? And I literally looked at my mom. I was like, what does shag mean? She said, my mom looks at me and goes, it means to stab someone. <laughs> 
And it made total sense because yeah. they were fighting. Yeah. And I was just like, it means stab someone. I was like, oh, okay. So for the longest time, I thought shag meant to stab, stab someone. Amazing. <laughs> my mom was so that would ch- fucking good at this. Completely change. Yeah, my, my mom was meant. <laughs> the spy who shagged me. Um. <laughs> then it then it became a thriller. Um. My mom was that mom person who was meant to be a mom though. Like she was yeah. just a really good mom, and she like like I said, she had this stuff off the top of her head. Yeah. But um. Also, she was meant to be a mom because I was a fucking nightmare. I mean, I was an absolute nightmare. Yeah. Another parent would have left me at the curb and drove away. I was awful. I was awful um she had the patience of a saint i'm an adult now so we when we fight we it's, it's different because the energies are the same yeah um but even as a kid my willpower was whew, i would not i that's another reason i don't want kids i don't want to give birth to me no i don't want to raise me no. i'm a nightmare <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> no, thank uh-uh. you fuck that no 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 mm-hmm. no 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 so dreams are no kids yep and vibes for days lots of money and lots of money and because no job you don't have to worry about paying bills yeah and by you the way play. having having goals in your job is all about i have goals in my oh, job yeah. absolutely but and but ambition and aspirations is different than having dreams because i also think too aside from the financial aspect of a job mm-hmm. you can love your job but i think that you should also be okay being like leaving that job yeah your job should not be your personality yeah because like you should I, have something else a couple of years ago with the job that i had and with the company that i was with if you would have even threatened to take that away from me, I literally would have felt like the entire world was collapsing in. Yeah. And like now, if I lost my job now, I know me personally, I could stand on my own. Mm-hmm. Financially, we'd have to figure something out. Yeah. But I would be okay because I am more than whatever I do when I clock in. Yeah. And clock out. Yeah. And I think that that is incredibly important. Oh, it's Big time important, especially in the in the hustle culture that we have that, like I said, ever since the pandemic has changed a bit, although I think the great resignation has been inflated a lot, yeah. not in a money way, but like the amount of people that are quitting. Yeah, I think I think it's I think it's been inflated for, you know, capitalist reasons to make it seem that way. But, um, but there is a surcharge on everything. Mm-hmm. But now I but I think there is something very real about knowing your worth. Yep. And like. There's my friend Chelsea sent me this thing and it was so funny. It's like a gra- it's like a meme and it's this like skeleton running away and it's like you can just fucking leave whatever you're doing. You can just bounce out of there. Your job, fucking leave. Like all this stuff it was like family gathering. Yeah. Like leave. social event, you can just fucking go. Like yeah. this is the best part of being an adult. You can just do whatever. Um and See, I would just like to point out he only cares about Tara. I am chopped liver. He <laughs> only cares about Tara. He is always facing me. My baby. My baby boy. He's our little mascot. I love him to death. He's a cutie. Um, but yeah, is that what we're going to... And I'm like, I've lost my yeah, train of thought. Think, Gig distracted me because he's just so yeah, fucking Yeah, I cute. think we'll wrap it up. Um, oh, by this, the way, if you have any... What are your dreams? That's what I yes, want to know. I please. feel like ours are pretty similar. But if you have really unique dreams, uh, or if you just want to validate ours and be like, yeah, me too, bitch. Or um, like, what is the one thing if you had all the money in the world that you would spend it on? Oh, I love that question. I love that question. I, and I By the way, because I'm clearly going to win the lottery one day, Um, I need ideas. So please yeah. email that to us. And we do have an email. It's been in the description box. We've never said it on the pod. Yeah. It's waytohonestpodcast at gmail.com. Go ahead and send us comments, thoughts, ideas, anonymous stories. We love those. But especially right now, um, how you did on that character personality test. And I also definitely want to know what you would do if you didn't have to worry about money and yeah. you could achieve your dreams and what you would buy if you had all the money in the world. And dream big. Blue sky, guys. 
I love I love hearing answers like this. It's yeah. super fun. Also, because we're obviously going to win the lottery, and so we need big to time. Just you know, this, and the, the the podcast is it. This is going to be huge, guys. You're getting it at the ground floor. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Now we sound like a MLM. <laughs> <laughs> if you buy in, and you get two more people to listen, you too can you'll go level home <laughs> with um, a pink Escalade. It's courtesy of Avon. And we'll send you some leggings, them some leggings that say way too honest. It'll have holes in them, but they'll be fine. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Lulu Row. All right. Anyway, we're gonna end here. Thank you for listening. Enjoy that up and down. Thank you for indulging my nerd culture as well with Star Wars. I really appreciate that was a solid. When I uh, when I finish, we will revisit. And I'm sure I will have very similar opinions as of right now but yes. they might change and we hope this was cathartic for you a little bit because yeah. everyone kind of has these feelings yeah we and got... we're way too honest and sometimes that's not always being super peppy or no. gross or some i mean life is real talk about the good the bad the ugly exactly we'll see you next week bye